everybody. Welcome to the brand new Explosive Magic Show. The what? The Explosive Magic Show. Oh, that sounds like something else. <laughs> Some little wordplay. I'm one of your hosts, Joey, and I am here with the other host, Phil. Hey, guys. So we are, we're sort of back in, a, we had a podcast a while ago, you guys may remember, some of you may not remember. I don't even know how long ago that was. I think it was almost a year ago at this point. Yeah. It's pretty embarrassing. Getting on a routine. The, you know, bringing back that hot, hot 12 episode podcast that we sort of just left hanging. Anyway, this is a good way to tee off a new show. Yeah, talk, talk, remember how bad we were at this before? <laughs> talking about how unreliable we are. Well, now we're back. Yeah, we're going to do that all over again. Prepare to get your hearts broken on a, in a whole new way. This is the Explosive Magic Show, your number one stop for whatever we do this week. Yeah, you heard it in the theme. <laughs> it's the Explosive Magic Show. Yeah, that's that's as much as we've planned for the show th- thus far, I think. And now Alex did all the work for that, so... <laughs> Really phoning it in. Um, <clears throat> I got a good radio voice this week because I'm s- kind of sick. So I, I, I made sure we recorded today because this is the uh, best so I'm that, ever going to sound. The like, like purple goo you were chugging was like, <laughs> is like marketed towards people who want to have good radio voices. Yeah, and that was my rap drink. Ah. Yeah, but I, I, I figure I do today set the precedent of my awesome baritone voice and then never have it again. So. Well. I mean, every, we, some the world needs a tenor. <laughs> I will just I'll, one though. I'll be yeah. I'll be back to that soon. <laughs> so enough. we'll find who that is, and then we'll replace you. Okay, good. So Phil, what are we going to do on this show? Have we uh, have we really actually decided? Or I think it's going to be relatively malleable, but um, and also take the things that we liked from the box cast and just keep them going because we do have some pretty kicking segment themes so <laughs> again uh, nothing we did but the best part of the last podcast yeah maybe so, alex should just have a podcast <laughs> he just writes music for an hour i feel like that would get pretty exhausting well he's up to the task <laughs> oh yeah so we uh as you may have noticed if you already subscribed to the explosive magico feed we have the 12 episodes of the box cast on there as well as some of the bonus stuff from there uh we are going to uh, put multiple shows in the Explosive Magico feed. So the Explosive Magic Show will be its own its own thing, and you'll see the box cast will still stay in there. If you are hearing this and you are still subscribed to the old feed, switch over to the Explosive Magico feed, because I am not going to update the box cast feed after this episode. So we love you guys, and we want you to come over to the new show, because it's you know I feel like you'll... Feel right at home in this new semi semi new format. Yeah, if you liked anything that we've ever done, this is probably going to fall somewhere in that general field of stuff. Yeah, and if you have no idea what we've ever done, that's cool too. That's why we changed the name of the show. So welcome to this the the maiden voyage of the Explosive Magic Show. Uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, I suppose we should go on with our first segment, huh? Great. News. Ah, it's good to hear those again. I mean, for the first time, that's totally new. <laughs> yeah. New, new news. New news. So I guess the, the biggest thing, um, and we're going to try and make news not as focused on uh, projects we do, just for the sake of other people listening. Um, but just to kick this off, we do have an Explosive Magico YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com slash Explosive Magico. 
E-X-P-L-O-S-O-M-A-G-I-C-O. There's some O's in there, maybe an X. Yeah, <laughs> just type, just smash the keyboard and you'll, you'll eventually get there. Uh, but What will you find there, Joey? You will find playlists of our shows that we have made for other channels. You will find the new show, Big Time Power Up, which is essentially a, a podcast of us playing video games a video podcast a video podcast it's pretty fun we've we've done a handful uh i gotta put some more of those up but uh we record old nes games uh, some of them are not so good and that those are the best episodes i think yeah my favorite was the the bible adventure game phil and i played that was well we're we learned a lot about ourselves <laughs> and how much i have no idea what's in the bible apparently I, I don't think that that game was meant to actually teach you anything that's in the bible <laughs> It was pretty fun though. I actually went back and played it after we watched, or after we played it, because uh, one of the sections was about uh, David and Goliath. In in the course of us playing, you don't actually see the giant at all. So I tried to play through it again and get to the giant, and there's still uh, like six levels in, no giant, and I got to a spot where I had no idea how to get past it. So I feel like I know games uh, a little bit and had no idea and got really pissed and turned it off. <laughs> So I gave uh, up anyway. If anybody has ever played Bible Adventures <laughs> and gotten to uh, the giant in David versus Goliath, please <laughs> let us know. <laughs> you can write to us at our all new email address. See, that's new. Oh. It is mailbox at explosivemagico.com. And use the subject line Bible Adventures. Bible, I don't know. <laughs> Bible Adventures. <laughs> Giants, giant killer, giant slayer. No, then we're just gonna think it's about that new movie coming out. And well, that's you can if you want to talk to us about Jack the Giant Slayer, you can email us to you at mailbox at explosivemagico.com. I'll, I'll see it, we can talk. Um, other stuff, we you know, as we mentioned in the beginning, uh, this is a new feed, so if you are hearing this from the old one, please switch over your subscription. Um, we got some other plans for the Explosive Magico feed on iTunes. Um, in addition to the explosive magic, so maybe some commentary, some some friends will have some other podcasts. I gotta see if I can convince any of them to do that, but we'll see. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, maybe so, Alex will actually want to do a podcast. Hey, Alex, this is us asking you in a not public forum. <laughs> do you want to do a podcast on this on this feed? Write to us at mailbox <laughs> at explosivemagico.com. or you can call us. Or that to you, I guess. <laughs> Just look up the numbers in your cell phone. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, Phil, the only other bullet on the news section is news bullshit. Do you have mm. you have any other? Oh, I forgot to put a sensor bu- beep in here. I, you know, bullshit. I guess we are explicit. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, we're officially explicit. As of like two seconds ago, you guys. Um. No, the Oscars <laughs> happened. Oh yeah, that's right. Not to date whenever this actually does go up, but yeah, that uh, that that Argo. Fuck yourself. That Argo, <laughs> fuck yourself, is the best movie. Did uh, you see the Argo? I did see the Argo. I thought Argo was okay. Yeah, I I wanted it to have more tension than it did. Yeah, I didn't like. I never once thought that those people were not going to get out. And I never once thought that those people were worth saving. <laughs> so I guess the tension that was in there, I was like, God, I hope they get them. I hope they get them. They're all jerks. They're yeah. just treating Ben Affleck like shit, and he's trying to save them. <laughs> well, you felt the same way about Sound of Music. 
<laughs> right. You're the only person I've ever watched that movie with that was rooting for the Nazis. The best part of that fake story is that you and I got together and watched Sound of Music. <laughs> that's just something we do. It's like it's like you know the stereotype of a black people in a movie theater yelling out at the at the people on the screen like, "No, bitch, don't don't go upstairs. That's stupid." It was Joey yelling to the Nazis. They're right there. <laughs> They're right there. You and then, stupid idiots. You're making us look bad. Kill the nuns. They cut the brakes. <laughs> Wait, there's that? That's in Sound of Music? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, okay. were, you were pretty hammered, so I don't expect you to remember the fine details. That midnight, that midnight screening of Sound of Music went pretty well. Yeah. Um, if you... I, don't, I should have pulled up the list of what else was nominated. If, is Argo the one you would have wanted to win? Um... I haven't seen all of them. Here, you can you can like stall until I find the, the nominees. <laughs> I haven't seen all of them. I um like I I don't know. I I think that a lot you're of doing, people you're doing great, keep going. I think a lot of people kind of cater to uh like Silver Linings Playbook seemed to be like a huge oh, deal this year, but I don't think that should have won. Yeah, it it was fine. I um Lincoln okay. is like it's hard to to call Lincoln the best picture. Um, you saw Lincoln, I assume. Then mm-hmm. okay, that, I, that's one of the. But few. it's not bad. I mean, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. People get mad because he basically just comes comes out, does a movie, and wins every three years, and then goes back and makes shoes in Ireland, <laughs> which is true. Like that's not even yeah me making up anything. Zero Dark Thirty, um, super like taxing and long until the last twenty minutes. <laughs> For the money shot, yeah, the last twenty minutes of the movie might be the best picture of the year <laughs> if it didn't if they didn't have the first two hours. Uh, okay, um, I just I had no interest in seeing it. I felt like I saw Argo, and that was like that type of movie. Still, I know they're they're not really the same, but no. like a political espionage actiony thing. It's like I saw Argo, and I had no interest. The, in uh, the the payoff in Zero Dark Thirty is way better than the payoff in Argo. Um, yeah, I suppose. Uh, I still have to watch Django. Um, oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Uh, but I, I have a feeling that I'm going to like that one the best of... I had the most... Out of, of all these I've seen, uh, and that's uh, only Django, Silver Linings, Argo. So I've barely seen any of these. Um, I had the most fun watching Django, but I knew it wasn't going to win, pretty much because Quentin Tarantino was in it. Right. Well, he won best script. He, yeah, though that's fine, but he has... There's like a scene towards the, like right before Act 3 starts... Quentin Tarantino's in it, and he is the worst actor I've ever yeah. seen. He's just, I need to get in a movie so I can say the N-word again. Yeah. It's like, I haven't said it since Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I need to get in here and, and uh, just do whatever I want. Uh, Life of Pi didn't see... You seen a tiger at a zoo? Picture that on a boat. <laughs> Picture that on a boat. You've seen um, it. <laughs> Amor is supposed to be really great, but also super depressing. Um so looks pretty funny <laughs> just some old people just dying some old people dying um and beasts of the southern wild uh sounds kind of racist <laughs> i thought it was about africa i didn't know it was like a a, a cool title for louisiana or something so I, i'm gonna see that still yeah i'll see it but i calling a little nine-year-old black girl a beast seems i don't know if that's insensitive. is that the metaphor <laughs> i thought it was just <laughs> the people there or something i don't know oh, i saw les mis Really? Yeah. Ew. Was it as bad as I think it is? Uh, no, but not 
not the complete inverse of how bad you think it is. <laughs> Don't cry for me, Argentina, mis- miserables. That's, that's, <laughs> that's Evita. Uh, I'm really a huge fan of musicals. I think I would know, as we talked about getting together to watch The Sound of Music. <laughs> yeah, well, when you see them all drunk, they just blend together. I'm pretty sure the only um, musical that I own is Cannibal the Musical. Yeah, I, I do like musicals. Um, I do too. I, I've and, seen someone in the but plays, like but. The, my problem with Lame is like the biggest problem with Lame is is that like other than getting to say we filmed all of their performances and like those are all true to their what they did on set, you're making a movie. You should make it as good as you could possibly <laughs> make it. It's expensive as fuck, and then you're yeah. gonna just like like some of them are, and some 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 of them are good. But Russell Crowe probably would have benefited from being produced a little bit. Right. Um, at times, Hugh Jackman would have benefited from being produced a little bit, and uh, and then they really they gave every like so they're recording them live as like live as they're being recorded or being filmed. Oh, on the, like the audio of it is yeah. Oh, okay. Um, at least that's what I've been led to believe. Okay. But so a lot of that, a lot of those times, they're like hanging on these like one or two shot shots of this performance, and so you're it's like the first time it was like oh that's really powerful and. Anne Hathaway, Hathaway sing, yeah. singing that song in one take is really, and she does a good job. And it's just this close up, and you feel the emotion of it. And mm-hmm. then when every other character gets their moment of the suspended close up single take of a of a song, it's like most people should not have that stu- moment. Yeah, <laughs> super manipulative, and and like I said, some of them probably could have been better if you'd produced it. Yeah. Anyway, that's my sound effect for the miserables. Um. <coughs> You know, but no Gedevin, no, <laughs> no uh, Miami connection. Yeah, what's up with that? They're not nominating movies from the 80s and early 90s. Hey, there have been reshoots to some of them, <laughs> oh, as recent as last year. So. Yeah, so they, they actually could be up for it still. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, you should uh, Google the Everything is Terrible trailer for uh, Miami Connection. And I think they they have one online for Gedevin too. Yeah, lots of tits. Yeah, they probably won't have that online. But yeah, everything. No, no. Oh, just the, in the, the movie? one the one on the that Cinefamily had. The everything oh, okay. Everyone had lots of boobs. Okay, yeah, Cinefamily dot uh, org. I think. I think Vimeo is way cooler with with the with, boob stuff. With nips. Oh, sweet. Let's switch over to Vimeo. <laughs> just just the nipple show. <laughs> I've got three. Well, yeah, you do. It's. One of them's kind of small. Though. That's not. It's a... barely a third nipple. <laughs> it's barely, guys. Come on, everybody. Look, I, no, where are you going? His look name is barely, <laughs> barely in the nipple. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good Oscar talk. Do you got anything else you want to bring up for news? Uh, other than, if you want to send us news tips, you can. Yeah, right to the news tip line at mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to send a hot explosive magic show news tip. Uh, Subject news tip, just, just the, the tip, tip at uh, mailbox at explosivemagico.com. Uh, we will be happy to discuss it. Uh, I think that's it for news this week. Yeah. News! 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 And we see movies. <laughs> we Sometimes. And, and can talk about them like we've seen them, even if we haven't. Yeah. We should just pretend we've seen everything. And oh, you're right. As... That would have been way better. <laughs> I've only no. I think Django's the best one, but I've only seen three of these. 
I, I hated it when Lincoln showed up in Django and like freed the slaves anyway, because <laughs> then it was like, what's the point of the revenge? <laughs> yeah. And then like when Jamie Foxx was like, reparations, motherfucker. And then uh, Christoph Waltz was like, started accidentally speaking German because he couldn't <laughs> control himself. Christoph Waltz is so awesome. Uh, I'm glad he won again. He changed where he parts his hair from three years ago when he won the other Oscar. Well, you know, he's he's evolving as but an actor. It, but it flipped sides of the head. I feel like that's a very rare... Oh, yeah. Like, you find the side of your head that you part your hair on, mm-hmm. and then you stick with it. Right. I, I don't know. I just stopped parting... I just stopped combing my hair. So I don't think I have a part right now. Does it just look pretty flat? I mean, you're wearing headphones and a wig, so... I, <laughs> Can you see under the wig? It looks very nice. Um... So next, what do we got up next here? Um, this next bullet just says Phil segment. Phil has something to say about things. I think, uh, I think we're just going to talk about some personal stuff for a little while. Phil talk? Yeah, some Phil talk. Phil some, talk. Some Falk. Okay, um, we're not going to call it Falk. <laughs> P-H-A-L-K. Um, so, turns out, I don't have testicular cancer oh, we could, for now. We could have really milked that moment. Weird phrasing choice, but we could have really like, all right, guys, I had this thing. I was going to get checked out. It was about my nuts. And then we could have well, teased it a little. To, well, I don't want to tease my nuts. <laughs> um, nobody <laughs> likes blue balls but when you it comes mi- to cancer. Talk. You could have milked your nuts a little bit. and then <laughs> no, you're thinking of the nipples again. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um no, so I've been like having pain in one of my testicles off and on for for a few years since forever. And I I initially um, a couple years ago didn't have health insurance. Went to the Los Angeles Free Clinic because the pain was so bad. That's uh, probably the best place on earth. Yes, Hollywood Boulevard, Los Angeles Free Clinic, right off the 101 freeway. Um, it took weeks to get in there. Like you you make an appointment and. Uh, and then, you know, you wait weeks and then I got there and it took maybe four hours to get seen. I feel like a doctor for like 10 minutes. Um, probably like 15. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, and then I I get there and like one of the, it's early, it's like 10 or whatever my appointment is. I'm unemployed. So I have, I I got all the time in the world. So I have all the time in the world. And then I get there, fill out the paperwork and I'm literally the last person they saw (laughs) the whole day. Nice. And the only room that was available was the uh, pediatrician's room, the children's room. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of murals of like animals looking at me. Clowns, people um, pointing. <laughs> so guy does, you know, the turn your head and cough check. They're going to do some blood work um, and, you know, get my first prostate exam. Mm. Well, like these two tigers in theater seats eat popcorn and look at me. Only the only one of them is on a cell phone, which is obviously like the talking wrong, about you. Totally. The wrong <laughs> message to send. That in a theater setting, you'd have your phone out and they're like gabbing away. <laughs> yeah, right. There's like a, a zebra peering out around a rock. Like, Put your phone away. We're watching this asshole poke right here, please. Yeah. yeah. So first prostate exam. How was it? Was uh, it- well, you know, they go like, is, it, is this uncomfortable? <laughs> and then you're like, um, I yes. think only in the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> uh, so all is like, okay, and, and, and whatever. And I'm, I'm not, 
there's like no cause for concern. And then persistent, like, you know, comes and goes on and off again, like chalked up to stress. I don't know. But uh, so back on. You get, you carry your stress in your nuts. Yeah. Back on the job uh, wagon, getting some insurance, decide I'm going to, I'm going to go get this thing figured out. Um, you know, get a physical done. I'm in good health, whatever. Go to a urologist. Mm-hmm. Never been there before. Um, That's a pee guy. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff around there about like, are you happy with your sexual performance? And, oh, okay. Like apparently there's like pills or something that like <laughs> can make you like not ejaculate f- forever if what? You, um, or unless you want to like that, you harness the I said, that sounds awful <laughs> God um, damn it, do you ejaculate too much and too frequently <laughs> take these pills oh my god um so it's actually just like a giant cork in a yeah, bottle it's yeah like, there's a cork that you just put in your yeah. urethra great um and then uh so i got the ultrasound mm-hmm. um your ball's pregnant they, I hadn't to abort it because I just can't <laughs> face that in my life right now. But yeah. uh, no, th- this getting an ultrasound on your balls might be one of the most stressful <laughs> undertakings ever for the sheer fact that you can see everything that the ultrasound technician is looking at. And there's like little crosshairs that like <laughs> are like finding things and like zoning in on them. And then they're like zooming in and everything looks like a tumor because it's yeah. just a testicle. So, or like a really bad rainstorm. Yeah. <laughs> well then they, well they have different modes. So like you, you go through like, you're just looking at like black and white. Yeah. Uh, and then they have like a, a heat sensor mode where there's a lot of colors like blue and green and red and like, you know, deeper red it's, it's, it's good like to know where danger zone yeah where the hottest part on your nuts and then is. They, they ask you like you know to exert effort like you were lifting weights or or something and so you're basically <laughs> like laying there holding your dick up while they have like all this lube on your balls and this thing like looking around and then it's like uh and then when you do that all of a sudden that's like you know a rainbow barfed on the screen <laughs> oh, but there are obvious locations where like things are definitely hotter or more like drawing more attention to themselves so there's like little little like lines that are like scanning and then like oh that shit's bright red so <laughs> pick that out and like so and it's the whole normal time, right it's normal well, when the, everything in here is bright red <laughs> yeah and then doctor the, please tell me and th- so there's like um like when you've done the photo booths and they have the string of photos that yeah. come out this whole time there's like receipt paper that's just printing off pictures of my boss that are like <laughs> Like they, she printed so many that she had to refill the roll of paper. So there's like somewhere in a file somewhere there was like fifty to seventy five pictures of my balls. Fifty to seventy five Christmas cards. Yeah, that I don't, I don't, I, I wish that I would have gotten to keep copies of them. But so, so then like, and then and then it's like, so what? Which one is it? It's like, oh, no, the right one. And like, are you sure it's not the left one? And it's like, and like, what? why are you seeing things in the left one that would? And then uh. So that goes on for a while, and then then the doctor comes in and he does an exam, and then uh, just like yeah, well no, you're fine. I'm like, and then all the like, did you look at all the those ultrasound things in like the two minutes that the um, all those storms and the the rainbows and all uh, that's totally cool. So apparently, um, it might just be some kind of infection or something i don't gas i don't know yeah i'm just really gassing my balls (laughs) yeah um but i at least feel like i going into that i was a hundred percent certain 
that I had testicular cancer. I know. You told me about that. You're like, uh, all right, I'm going to go find out I have cancer now. <laughs> I, I was ready for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I did it so that when I found out, it would not be like a shock or whatever. Right. But um, I don't know. I'm still like, I'm not 100% like <laughs> i'm gonna certain, go back i need to go back they gotta they gotta touch me some more I, took I, some, I haven't made up my mind yet i took some antibiotics i'll wait it out a few uh a few weeks and then maybe somebody will go stick their thumb up my butt again i don't know um <laughs> you could go just down in hollywood but, and but, pay anybody but dudes seriously if if you ever experience anything like that you you know if something's wrong in your balls yeah um you should probably go get them checked out. I don't have uh, right. I don't have a like a more you know jingle, so that's good. The rim shot. Yeah, that's probably good, right? Um, yeah. Well, you know, I guess they the rim shots, the anal play, all kind of comes <laughs> yeah. comes to comes to fruition. But well, that's good. That means we'll be able to to do things for a while still. <laughs> Since yeah. you don't, my chemo appointments won't get in the way. Yeah, exactly. That would have been super irritating. <laughs> no, but it for reals though. Get get your balls handled by some doctors because that that's important. That was like the the feeling of them. I'm, <laughs> One of them is a little weightier. Yeah, yeah. One. That's that's why you go. All right. Um, so right. that was a good talk, Phil. Yeah. Well, it it happened. <laughs> It's all true. It is all true. Phil talk. Phil has something to say about things. Well, so I, tell me about your balls. I my my balls are still doing all right. I don't see them very often, so I'm assuming they're good. <laughs> Do you, hey, you fondle them just to for medical purposes? No, I I we don't talk to each other very often. Oh, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I assume they're good because they are still there and. I don't have a history of family members with testicular anything. Well, neither do I. Okay. Well, should yeah, I should I, I go? Like, I don't think that people get that. Should I go in? Was your guy well, gentle? I think, I think that when you when you just get a physical, they usually kind of. No, no, yeah, I got, I got, I got the fondle, but I'm talking about like going deep. Like that is like a forty. Like you're supposed to do that when you hit forty. I mean, most most instances of testicular cancer happen between the ages of twenty five and thirty five. Okay, well, I'll go in then. I was like, I I haven't done this. Why not? How much is it? Ten bucks. <laughs> I've had every other test. Cheaper than a prostitute. Yeah, every other test and scan. What's up, doc? No rib glove, please. <laughs> <laughs> Ribbed for my pleasure. Yeah, fuck you. Just put a bunch of these ribbed condoms on your fingers. <laughs> Weirdly enough, he already was wearing them when I walked in, so it was all right. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on to I don't know what we'll call this segment stuff that Joey talks about. Joey always with the words. All right, welcome to Joey's segment, guys. I'm not going to talk about my nuts. Uh, what I am going to talk about is I, as of I think October ish, am now the owner of a dog for the first time since um, junior high. Cute dog sound effect. Uh, um. Dogs. <laughs> He's sleeping over in the corner. His name is Watley, which um, is a character from Frisky Dingo. Kim and I, when we were naming it, wrote down every single character from that show and tried to figure out which one to to name it. Picked Watley and have since been looking for a lobster costume. So as soon as we find it, 
We're gonna get. If it you money. know of a place to buy lobster costumes for pugs, <laughs> yeah, please, please let me know. Mailbox at explosivemagico.com. Uh, as Phil said, he is a pug. Uh, he was a rescue. He's just over a year old. He is crazy, um, super nice, but super crazy. <laughs> so um, I wrote down a couple things that I have done in the last week alone. So this isn't everything else um, except for uh, swallowing this toy. That was less than, more than a week ago. Internal monologue. They don't need to know that. Say, except for that. Um, so I had to take him to the vet because uh, Watley needs to eat everything he can find, whether or not it is edible. He swallowed a, a toy about the size of um, like two two widths of two uh, two quarters side by side. I have no other thing that would be that size or that reference or whatever had to have a doctor pull that out um he got diarrhea and has shit on our couch twice which we are sitting on right now you didn't tell me that <laughs> that's why there are all these blankets are on the couch just to protect in case i thought it was just to make it cozy feeling <laughs> yeah um so cleaning up diarrhea everywhere and um i, I like how delicate the doctor brought this up but i he gave me this syringe which, if you've ever had your wisdom teeth cut out, or cut out or surgery on your mouth, they give you those little syringes with the curved tip, which um, we are supposed to use to... Clean fl- out your sockets. Clean out your sockets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You squirt, yeah. squirt the water in there to clean those out. So we got one of those that we're supposed to use to flush out his sheath. Do you know that's what they call that? I just assumed that was the wiener. Yeah, puppy foreskin? Yeah, essentially. So we have to use this, um, this little syringe thing and this solution to essentially squirt it inside the dog and then let it run back out because he's got some sort of like infection. And that it's just never something I associate with dog ownership. I, in all the, the dog time I had before Watley never had to deal with really any of this stuff. Uh, Watley's from South Korea. So maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. Just love to shit on things and have dirty dog foreskins there. I don't know. But have you have you cleaned his sheath? Yeah, one time. I'm still I'm feeling pretty gross about it. Kim, because it's a two person job. Kim grabbed him. You have to do hold him against your body, both arms, pull him in tight, and then, and then curl him up to expose it. It kind of like a little, but it has to be horizontal because it has to run back out. Ah. So I got to do the injectioning and the fondling and all that. Like to okay, okay, buddy, hold still. Uh, and then it just all starts to run back out down the the thing. It's it's super fun. Everybody should get a dog. Yeah, the closest thing I've had to do is is just um, my dog Franklin uh, can get pretty shaggy, so we have to trim like the patch of hair around. We have to do some manscaping <laughs> on uh, some dogscaping. Yeah, because um, it yeah super embarrassing when your when your fur is longer than your penis. <laughs> So we make it look a little bit bigger. So when he goes to the dog park, he gets checked out a little bit more. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing Watley does too. Uh, we took Watley over to play with Frank. Watley will hump anything, regardless of gender. He's uh, he's just wants to bang something so bad, even though he is already fixed. Uh, dogs that come into the office, I have to keep Watley sectioned off. I tell people it's because he's too crazy. It's mostly because I don't want him to go around and fuck all the other dogs in the office and have to explain it to everyone. It's not really fucking if. If well, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't yeah. know if he would do it and then be like, all right, I check check that off the list. I'm done with that for today. Or if he would do it, like walk around because he can't do anything. He just come back and do it again because he thinks he's supposed to. 
Yeah, but in those situations, most dogs will like if they don't want it, they'll, they'll like snap back or whatever. So he's gonna have to, he's probably gonna learn. Yeah, eventually. The thing with Franklin though is that um, he likes the attention. So like he doesn't necessarily necessarily like being humped, but yeah. he likes it as a gateway to playing. So he, he likes so, feeling pretty. So he will present his butt to Watley to lure Watley over and then at the last second do like a one eighty and try to like engage in playing. <laughs> he's like, I know I know what this dog wants. And I'm gonna make him think that he's gonna get it. And then and then uh you know then they Psych. like bat at each other and then I wasn't there the last time yeah, they, they, they played. I just remember uh, Watley, it's like we'll we'll run up to him and they they do that puppy thing where they bounce around and then Watley will always try to dart around to the back and then like hop up on two legs. Yeah. For most of the last time that we had the puppy play date, Watley found Franklin's bone and ran around in circles for twenty minutes triumphantly. <laughs> and the bone was like not even eating it. It was like as long as Watley's leg is, <laughs> which is he's a long legged pug. Yeah, he's super long legged, really spry, so he can he can get anywhere very quickly and. He just doesn't listen to us yet, so I'm assuming that'll come eventually. But what uh, what do you guys use for your heartworm protection? Because um, I have something to suggest to you. I don't even know what it is. We ordered some off of Pet Meds. Uh, yeah, so it's it's we didn't do the one that has everything in one. We did the, the uh, like the heartworm flea and something else. They're all separate, so because it was way cheaper. Yeah. Well, I I got um, recently because we had about with. Uh, fleas from a, a doggy daycare situation. Mm. Um, apparently, black walnut extract mm-hmm. and wormwood are like natural, like parasite killers. So, so you can just dump absinthe on a dog. No, you're not on it. You like feed it to them. Um, not mean? absinthe, but that's like the the hallucinogen in in yeah. in absinthe. So, did you try it? No, I just got some at Whole Foods today. Oh, okay. Um, and I was reading about it online. And I'm sure the brand that I bought is not the best one that you can get. But, sure. it, but it, you know, you don't feed your dog full doses. But it's it's also for people to to kill parasites because apparently, like, bugs live in all of us. Um, okay. <laughs> like, one of the accounts I read online was this person took it and then they, like, felt their, like, skin kind of crawling for a few days. And then you, like, that shit out whole- you, like, shit out worms and stuff. That person had parasites. That was like not. He's just like, no, dude, they're in everybody. That guy was like, no, no, but like, something. but apparently, if you like eat meat and like and vegetables and shit, like there are just bugs in a lot of food. Yeah. So they go in you, and then they just start growing. Apparently, That's so like terrifying. Um, so like one of the things that you can do is like actually introduce like black walnut extract and um, and wormwood into your diet like a couple times a day. And supposedly within like a week or two, you're going to start shitting out bugs and worms. All right. I'm, I'm Google image searching uh, bugs inside people. So, so far, nothing, nothing super, like not as, not as bad as you'd think. Um, I feel like those are really rare cases. But I mean, it supposedly, I, I feel like it's I, a big detox thing, apparently. Yeah. If you, because everybody has some kind of parasite in them or whatever but also then everybody's like um everybody's like you know oh and then like for some reason your skin gets super great and like people that have had rashes forever that like got treated with topical stuff it's because there's bugs fucking under their skin somewhere yeah somewhere it's like you know um just bugs getting it on but um yeah i don't know it it 
So I, I'm I haven't done anything with it yet, but I'm, I'm interested to. Well, you know, give us we, give us the battle report. Start taking it and then um, shitting into like some sort of one. We of those... should do an explosive magic show cleanse report, <laughs> and both get just get some uh, some black walnut extract, and then next time Dude, we record, if I if I take that and then shit out bugs, I am gonna I will disappear. I will just go crazy and never show up. I mean, like ever again. like what about like worms and stuff? I already think everything is wrong with me at all times. If I start shitting bugs, are you kidding me? Well, <laughs> oh my I mean, god. You know, in the in the least, give it to the dog. <laughs> okay, I can do that. See, oh, look at the, those dots. Yeah, some rashes. I still am not seeing any. I don't know what I expected to find, but the Just internet put, has... put, put bugs under skin. Oh, okay. Hang on. If you want to follow along with us at home, <laughs> yeah. go, go to Google Image Search and type in bugs under skin. Ooh, there's an autofill. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Found some. Those, are, those look like ticks. All right, I'm done with this already. Well, you could poop them out, Joey. <laughs> that guy has lots of bugs fucking under. Oh, his look skin. at that arm. Oh, okay. All right, that's good. <laughs> All right, good segment, guys. So cleanse. <laughs> cleanse, I guess. Be sure to drink stuff. Joey always with the words. I, I fulfilled my quota of googling gross stuff for the episode. I'm not. I'm not going to do that anymore. You want to. You want to do a little palate cleanse? You want to play some games? Uh, sure. All right. We're going to do it. Are there any bugs involved? Uh, no. All right. All right. Let's play games. Test your luck and try not to suck on the game show. Yeah. Welcome back to the game show. Oh, I got my good game show voice. Phil, you are the only contestant on the game show. I'm guaranteed to win. Yeah, well, no, that is incorrect. If you do not get the question right, then for everyone you don't get right, I'll do something bad, I guess. Oh, no. Oh, God. So this, uh, I don't. I didn't really come up with a name for the this type of game, but we'll just call it... Um, Joey's Childhood DVD Challenge. Okay. So I have five DVD um, sleeves or covers or whatever from movies I watched as a kid. And the theme is space. Were they DVDs or were they VHSs? I, if I could, that is a very good question. If I could, I pulled the VHS. All right. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the back of the box and see if you know what any of these movies are. Because, so, but I'm going to have to blindly guess. I don't get like a multiple choice. Um, I did not come up with multiple choice <laughs> answers. Um, I can tell you what... Do you have like hints prepared? I can give you all five movies and then you can... No, that might be too Try easy. to match them. <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't come up with ones in advance. So let me, let me do this first one here. Uh, right. This Ever? is, I will tell you, this is a VHS cover. All right. Okay. Imagine being millions of miles from home, separated from your parents, and hopelessly lost on a strange new planet. That's just what happens to blank. But when blank meets 10-year-old Eric, and they become fast friends, still blank misses his family. With Eric and his friends' help, he finds them. And just in time, for the police are now after all of them. A spectacular chase leads to a final confrontation between the authorities and the terrified alien family. In the end, everyone learns the true meaning of friendship. Is this E.T.? 
It is not E.T. Very close. I think this is supposed to be like... Isn't there... What was the kid's name in, in Eric. E.T.? Yeah. Oh, in, in E.T.? I don't know. Yeah. This, Michael? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I haven't seen E.T. in a long time. But I think this was supposed to be someone cashing in on E.T. and it didn't really go well. Mac and me? It is Mac and me. Good job. I don't have a... Applause or yeah, I don't, I don't even have applause. Oh, that is Mac and me. Uh, one of the I, worst Coke advertisements. Look, I I had um, nightmares from Mac and me. <laughs> uh, the, the most vivid nightmare that I ever had in my life was I was playing with my little brother. I don't even know how old I was when I had this, but I can remember it specifically. And the way that my parents' house is set up is like you can run around like a center of the room, so you could like. Uh, from our living room, go around a fireplace, like a, a three-sided fireplace, okay. into the dining area, and then through the family room, and then through a hallway, and then back into the living room. So big circle. Yeah. And then, like we were chasing each other and having fun, and then he was like pulling a wagon for some reason, and then he like morphed into the alien from Mac and Me, <laughs> and was like maniacally chasing me to like bite me or something. That, it, super terrifying. The the alien in Mac and Me is not supposed to be like scary or anything. Oh, but He's, he in my dreams he was super frightening. Um, do you, have you seen him since? Here, uh, here's, here's Mac. Yeah, but imagine that chasing you with like teeth bared and a wagon. Okay, yeah, that's, that's pretty terrifying. Uh, one of the best parts of Mac and me is they find out the only thing they can feed him, from what I remember, is Coke, because his, his mouth is just circle shaped, so they just give him a straw with, make sure like the Coke can is always facing out. <laughs> like, so the camera can see it. Yeah, so the Coke loved that movie, I guess. All right, uh, good job. I really didn't expect you to get any. We should, we should figure out what the name of the boy in E.T. was, though. Okay, well, here, you can take this one. Elliot. Oh, okay. Oh, God damn it. Duh. <laughs> okay, Elliot. that wasn't super obvious, Bob. You got, got Mac and me, but we couldn't come up with the name for... Elliot, Elliot, Elliot. Okay, this That's one... That's E.T. impression. This is an, a DVD cover, but it is a very early DVD cover. So it's not like a re-release... You know, it's like right when DVDs started. Okay. All right. Again, theme is space in some some capacity. On a planet where blanks have evolved a parallel culture to our own, a blank named blank is plucked out of his apartment, whisked through space to Earth, and deposited in a back alley in Cleveland. He arrives in time to be able to save Beverly Switzler, lead singer of the all-girl group The Cherry Bombs, from things or from thugs using his. I can't say that word. There's too many blanks in this one. I know. Beverly offers him a place to stay and takes him to scientist friend Phil Blumbert, who, uh, what is that word? De okay. Determines <laughs> that blank was accidentally brought to Earth during the experimental use of a laser stereoscope. Some science, fake science word. But in attempting to send Blank back, something goes wrong with the project head. Dr. Walter Jennings becomes possessed by one of the Dark Overlords, a being of intense power, and then sets out to destroy the Earth. So he's a Blank sent through space. Is the Blank part of the title? Is that why you can't say yes. it? Yes. It's like a, probably a more specific word for alien. I, I, if I give you any... It's an animal. So it is an alien... It is animal-themed. He has been sent through space, and he saves the singer of the all-girl group, the Cherry Bombs. Um, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. It is Howard the Duck. 
I'm two for two. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good, man. I mean, I you know, it took me two guesses on the first one. Yeah, but. so he is he ducks have evolved to a parallel culture to our own. A duck named Howard is plucked out of his apartment and whisked through space. What did you think of Howard the Duck? I, I I haven't seen it recently, but I remember fucking loving Howard the Duck and <laughs> found out um, probably only as soon as five years ago that it's based on a comic book. Like he you know those back in the spider-man like they've been releasing all the old spider-mans into those huge books because they kind of suck so it's like ten dollars here's the first 50 issues of spider-man they have those of howard the duck and you don't own it yet no (laughs) i can't imagine if that movie is like the best they could do i can't imagine it's gonna be awesome but howard the duck um leah thompson fucks a anthropomorphic duck yeah so get on that kids lucasfilm did Howard the Duck, everybody. So, so, so think, now Disney owns... Disney's going to revive the Howard the say, Duck franchise. Disney needs to really bring back Howard the Duck. It'd do super well now with like the new internet culture and furries and all that stuff. Do you think anyone could, like furs up as Howard? I don't know what the, the uh, verb is. <laughs> furs it up? I'd have to think so. I hope so. Hey, no, somebody's had sex in a Howard the Duck costume. <laughs> well... I've, I can check that off, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> erotically, and it's like, oh, yeah, get the Howard the Duck costume. Also, cut off your legs, because he's really short. <laughs> All right, this one's a little loose, looser on the space theme. Jack Putter feels funny today. Nothing new in his 25-hour-a-day hyper, uh, for this hypochondriac. What's new is that Jack hears something. I'm possessed, he cries, and you're about to be possessed. By laughter. <laughs> Gremlins executive producer Steven Spielberg and director Joe Dante again renew their imaginations into overdrive, or wait, sorry, rev their imaginations into overdrive for this comic adventure that won a 1987 Best Visual Effects Academy Award. This is very, like, it's like a resume, almost. (laughs) Uh, The voice Jack hears is that of hotshot Navy pilot Tut Pendleton, subject of a secret blank project gone awry and accidentally blanked into jack it's kind of tough to blank this part uh and before frazzled jack can say i've got you under my skin his unlikely partner propels him into the craziest escapade of his life uh, i feel like i should know this one this one is one is, is actually the least esoteric out of the five that i have here uh, i can trying to like picture i've got you under my skin hypochondriac Secret military operation, Steven Spielberg. I can give you an actor if you want an actor. Can I have an actor? It'll ruin your streak if I give you a hint. It, it, you'll. Well, I don't. I don't think I'm going to get it otherwise. Mar- I'm, I'm, Martin Short is the hypochondriac. Yeah. Uh, and it's not really. Gonna, I'm, I'm still like this one. I'm. My brain is like leaked out of my ears. <laughs> so you giving up? Sure. Okay. <laughs> This is for inner space. Uh, okay. Yep. So Dennis, I don't. I don't even know. I know that I've seen it, but Dennis Quaid shrinks down inside a ship, goes inside Martin Short, and then uh, there's a scene in that movie. One uh, of the f- that won a, an Academy Award for visual effects, apparently. Uh-huh. Yeah. Best visual effects because it's the whole Dennis Quaid thing is him inside the ship inside Martin Short. He's just like swimming through goo and stuff, like big donuts hitting him in the face that are blood cells and stuff. But the there's a scene where he's got to escape something. And he uses a laser on the ship to essentially uh, make a big slit in some tissue inside Martin Short so that he can go through it. And I remember thinking, it's like, he shouldn't have done that. He's, he shouldn't have done that. He's inside <laughs> the fact something can just laser open this giant hole so he can swim through. It was like, who 
What is he doing? <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure I had to turn it off at that point, but inner space. I, I haven't. I know that I've seen it, but it, I probably saw it once and was probably, you know, early 90s. So Yeah, it's, it's been a while for me, too. All right, two more. I'll try to go quicker through these. All right. All right. It's 1978, and 12-year-old David Freeman is knocked unconscious after taking a tumble in the woods. He wakes up and heads home, only to find, getting cut off, strangers living there. It's now 1986, and he's been missing for eight years. NASA believes he's been abducted by aliens and wants to use him in their research. But with the guidance of a strange unseen entity, he discovers a top-secret spaceship and with the help of Max the computer, sets off in an incredible mission to get back to the past where he belongs. What would, When was this made? This was made... Um, it's tough to say. The future for them was 1989. Or 1986. It says it's now 1986. So it was made in, like, around 78? No, I think it's closer to, like, 84, 85. So I I saw it, and I wasn't born until 84, so. Mm-hmm. I've probably kid, never seen it. Kid who gets amnesia. All right. This is for Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, I've never seen never it. Never seen that one? No. Super dark. Uh, I didn't – I heard on another podcast they were talking about it again recently about, like, a kid who essentially falls into a coma – and then flies around in the ship trying to figure out how to go back in time to where his family is still still there. Super dark. And I thought it was like, I just... But it, couldn't he oh. find his family? Like, find his family in present day? Uh, I don't... I haven't seen it in a while. Like so, so they moved to a different house. <coughs> do some rudimentary investigating. But they didn't have the internet. They didn't have cell phones. Or, like, knew where they went. Like, they've uh, assumed he's dead for, like, 12 years. So, yeah. yeah. Super dark. But I just remember thinking it was really cool because this dude... Uh, or the spaceship comes down, picks him up. He sits in this awesome big metal chair and this uh, like alien eye essentially is like, where do you want to go? You have this huge alien spaceship. Also in this aquarium over here is a bunch of like little alien guys. Thought it was super neat. I'd apparently missed the entire dark message of the entire movie. <laughs> All right, last, last question. All right. This is for one of my favorites and it's actually on my DVD shelf. All right. And I'm I have, gonna... yeah, look through all of that. Uh, <laughs> all the... 400 <laughs> they're hip do you have it on blu-ray no they're okay. hilarious i don't think it exists on blu-ray earth will never be the same coneheads no <laughs> it's a close i was good i was gonna buzz in earlier <laughs> that is incorrect it's a close encounter of the hilarious kind when five of the universe's coolest aliens crash land on planet earth piloted by an ultra hip martian the cosmic crew ends up in the sleepy midwestern town Unfortunately, it's Halloween night, and the citizens mistake these blanks for harmless trick-or-treaters. Instead of the global invasion they planned on, these misguided Martians bungle their way into a series of madcap misadventures, get set for an outrageous blast of intergalactic fun and outlandish special effects in this whacked-out comedy adventure. Whacked out, man. That was a DVD cover. What year was this? This was, if I can find it... um, I cannot find it. I think early, like maybe 91, 92. What was Five, it rated? It was rated PG. So some aliens come down on Halloween. And they're whacked out, man. They're crazy madcap adventures. So I'll, I'll use my timer here. <laughs> this is their timer. Yeah, I'm not, not getting it? Yeah. Spaced Invaders? Never saw it. Not, not seen. Okay, that's what we're doing after this. That's good to know. Uh, yeah, uh, 
probably one of the movies I rented the most from my my local VHS rental house in North Dakota. There's the cover here, Space Invaders. Bunch of midgets running around yeah. in alien outfits. <laughs> no, I just rented nothing but trouble. I watched like, nothing but trouble. Too. Like and every weekend. <laughs> we should have probably bought it. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that recently? Uh not no, probably not in the last ten years. It explains a lot. Like knowing <laughs> if you grew up watching that movie, like both of us grew up watching nothing but trouble and then watching it now explains quite a bit. Oh good to know. <laughs> I don't when I, don't, I when I it'll be like self therapy watching it again. Yeah, it'll send you spinning down a whole another hole of really unanswerable questions. <laughs> and Dan Aykroyd in his giant fat baby outfits. Anyway, that's game show. Test your luck and try not to suck on the game show. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. I, guess I did better than I anticipated. Ah, uh, you did way better than I thought you would do too. I haven't seen most of these movies in over a decade kind of want to go back to them now i'm sure they've aged super well special yeah. effects space movies for kids yeah yeah maybe 20 it's been 20 years since some of these wow yeah i'm sad yeah. there's no space jam i would have gotten that <laughs> that's that's a loose i suppose We're loo- back to, back to the future is not really space didn't bill well no i don't know bill and ted doesn't count yeah howard the duck and space invaders were the ones that like I, I wanted to do space theme for, and then mm-hmm. found found all those other ones, and then remembered Mac and me, and was horrified all over again. Huh. Right, should we should we continue on here? Yeah, let's go. Where are we going? We're going to the mailbox. Piece of mail stuck in a box. It's mailbox. <sighs> all right. So if you follow Destructo Box or Game Program Attack, maybe on Facebook, you may have seen our call out for questions. Again, you can write to us at mailbox at explosivemagico.com if you would like to participate. Uh, we have only a handful of questions this week, some with several parts. <laughs> so um, please write to us, ask us anything. It doesn't have to be related to the, the stuff we do online. It could just be other questions or yeah, questions about life questions nuts, or, you know, nuts date, questions dating advice or nuts and dating advice yeah. or... we're super good with ladies we're both married so <laughs> obviously <laughs> if you want to know how to trick a lady into marrying you <laughs> guys it's really easy all right so rule our... number one don't let them listen to the podcast you do <laughs> rule number two don't tell them you do a podcast and you have to leave the house to go do it once a week all right <clears throat> Number one, or question one, comes in from Dominic Ruggieri. Ruggieri? He gave me the phonetics, and I feel like I'm still doing it wrong. Ruggieri. Right? Yeah. All right. So it's been a while, guys. Glad to see you're back. So first, the obvious one. When can we expect you to grace us with a new Bear Warrior episode? I, we miss him. So Bear Warrior is a Destructo Box character uh, for a show that we do. Full disclosure for everyone who doesn't listen watch the other stuff we make yeah destructo box uh one of the first things that we ever really went full throttle in together yep um, since college and so. we're we've been working on new episodes and there is a bear warrior one planned i think we've been saying we've been working on new destructo boxes for about a year i know but at least we've been actually doing it lately yeah well yeah we, we have, have we have like three in various states mm-hmm so just trying to decide when to release those, but yeah, there is there is a planned one. We'll definitely 
keep keep y'all posted. Follow Destructo Box on Facebook if you want to be involved in the specifics of that. Uh, second, will you guys be releasing new podcasts and will you guys have guests on? Chad Quant rocks. I'm I don't eight. know how much Chad paid Dominic. <laughs> yeah, no shit. To say this, but Chad. I am 100% certain that Chad paid him. Chad is the voice of Bear Warrior. Uh, we've already talked to some of our friends, including Chad, and I think we definitely plan on having people back in with us because that was fun. It made it a little tougher to schedule shows, which is why they kind of came out as sporadically as they did, because we, we did more shows with guests than we didn't. But uh, yeah, our our friends are all really funny, super cool guys. So if they can come on, we, yeah. we definitely all available would uh, mostly. love to sit in a room with no pants on with them. So third, yeah. Phil, how was the move? I hope you. I hope that you have settled in nicely and everything is going well. Uh, the move was it was good. I, you know, driving cross country is not my favorite thing to You've do. You've already done that quite a few times. I've done it like four or five times. It is like the the you know. Nothing against my wife, but the best thing, the best time I've done that it was nothing. You nothing you could say is is gonna go well if it's followed or prefaced by that. No, I think that the best time was when it was like completely solo because, like, I I know that I'm not easy to deal with in close quarters for long periods of time, but just like you know, listening to like lots of podcasts and kind of you know getting to take in the country that way is just a unique experience right. so i would i would you know i would never do it again by myself nor do i ever really plan on doing it again with anyone i will i will have movers move my shit yeah and i will fly yeah because it will be over way faster i did it twice when i moved out here i flew out or i mean i drove out with kyle and then flew back and drove out with kim so i've only done it twice and you've only done it in the same direction same direction yeah which driving that way seems like it would suck more because your last leg then is through the desert when you uh did you go uh the southern route both times yeah i don't think last time could do what was cool what was cool about this last time when we moved out is that we went through like a more northern route so like nebraska in through um colorado and utah and and that was actually really cool because i'd never been to colorado and my like my dad grew up there for a few years and Mm -hmm. um utah we drove through the mountains at night so like you're going up an incline forever and then it kind of opens up but it's pitch dark and you yeah. can't see anything so you're like i'm probably on the top of a mountain right now that's terrifying um, i don't think our car could have done it that's why we went through arizona our car barely did it yeah and especially when it's loaded down with luggage and myself yeah yeah i figured that wouldn't have gone well uh fourth how are you guys doing joey how's married life and how's twinkie the kid doing now that he's really fired um i'm doing fine i'm sick right now I was sick a lot last year, so that hasn't changed, I guess. How's your marriage? My marriage is great. Kim's still pretty cool. Not pretty. Kim's still really cool. (laughs) (laughs) But she's pretty and cool. She's pretty and cool. Thank you. Saved. Um, Yeah, I'm not working right now. Um, Phil is also not working right now. Full disclosure, I guess. We're we're getting lots of other work done. What are you talking is... about? <laughs> I have jobs. <laughs> I am super successful and have all the things. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 going more of a hiatus. Then yeah, hiatus. Well, I start a job again in in two weeks, and then we're that's how TV works. Yeah, it's it's super Our dumb. Awesome industry job. <laughs> that's why we have super productive spurts of content creation and then it kind of dries up for periods of time 
Uh, Twinkie the Kid, character from BoxCast, uh, I have not heard from him. Yeah, I've been reaching out, but he doesn't respond. Yeah, Phil, I think he may still live under the steps of Phil's place in Chicago, because he went over there, but I've, I haven't heard from him. No, probably got eaten by rats or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Twinkie, if you, you hear this, you give us a call next week, if you can. If you're not dead by now, I guess. Um, sixth, tell Brian thank you. Um, I'm not going to do that. No, no. Yeah. We'll skip um, past that. Uh, and thanks for finally coming back with episodes. We missed you guys. Destructo Box Heads for Life. Dominic Ruggieri. Thanks, Dominic. Thanks for writing in. Appreciate it. P.S. Can you ask Chad what's up with those and the other people's blogs nonstop karate? It's usually rather good. I forward that on to Chad. Um, I guess we'll let Chad answer if and when he comes on. Yeah. Chad, what's up with your blog? What you be blogging about, foe? All right. Thanks for, thanks for writing in, Dominic. Next up, <coughs> Coffin is Dan Ford. Uh, hey, guys. I guess you're still alive after months of no podcast. Good to see you back. I have a few questions for the crew at present. Number one, if you had superpowers, what would it be? Did we answer this before? I, this sounds very familiar. My superpower would be to remember what I said before for my favorite or what superpower I would have. The power, the power of super remembery. Uh, mine would be to summon. Um, <laughs> it's it's got to be the same one. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not anywhere because right now I'm hungry. So mine would be the power to summon coffee ice cream to me. Coffee ice cream. Yeah, at any given point in time. It's very specific. Yes. Well, sometimes you just gotta have some coffee ice cream. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a shamrock shake. I've never had a shamrock shake either. No. Number two. What I know is what your... we're doing after we watch that movie <laughs> after we're done with this. Yeah. In addition to not getting any of our stuff on the day. Uh, what is your favorite show? Mine is Powerpuff Girls. Joey, you can't say Adventure Time. My favorite show is Breaking Bad. Hands down. It's the only show I watch the night it airs. Uh, That's I, I restricted myself to ones that are still on TV. Full disclosure. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say Frisky Dingo, but that is not on the air anymore. Uh, I mean... I don't know. Breaking Bad is certainly the best show. Yeah, I the, the one, one you that enjoy I watching the most. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a handful that I watch typically, like when it's airing. Like I watch Archer when it airs most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been I've been trying to stay with Community. It's been it's been okay. Um, I still feel it. Still makes me sad. Um, and. I mean, I watch Breaking Bad when it airs, and uh, I don't know. I I got HBO Go recently, so you should get into that Game of Thrones. Yeah, I watched, on the list. I watched I, I, Game I, I, of Thrones I, season one in a day. I finally started watching some girls episodes too. Yeah, because I never I never seen it. Some so. hot Lena Dunham. Oh yeah, and her folds. Yeah, <laughs> episode two is just like straight like sex montage for, <laughs> for like the first ten minutes of the episode. Isn't it her and Donald Glover? I don't think in season one. Oh, I thought in season two. Oh no, I haven't seen. Uh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm like, I'm just starting it. Oh, okay. I just, I had heard Donald Glover was in it, and I saw like a picture of them like making out or something. I don't know. That's weird. Anyways, interracial relationships. Yeah. Ugh. Number. <laughs> I have to cut that out. Number three. If you had to live with Patches, what would happen? Patches' character from Destructobox again. Homeless vagrant in the laundry room. He'd probably rape us. Would be my yeah. guess. Or at least, at least frisk our pockets. <laughs> Number four, which came first, the chicken or the egg? I'm gonna say the egg. I'm gonna say Jesus. 
So sincerely, your biggest fan in history ever, Dan Ford. Thanks for writing in, Dan. I, if G- Jesus had to come first, because then there would be no chicken or egg, right? That's how that works. That's what I learned from Bible Adventure. Yeah, <laughs> all those. I'm pretty sure. No. Right. But what? It, but the Jesus. What, what did Jesus make first then? He made them both at the same time because he wanted eggs with a his pregnant chicken. chicken. Yeah, he made pregnant chicken. <laughs> Booyah. All right. So both. <laughs> both. All right. And our last question comes in from Stephen Saggy. Say. Saggy Stevens. Saggy Stevens says, hey, guys, I have a couple questions. Are you at all interested in doing a Destructive Box Harlem Shake video? It would be awesome to see all the characters doing crazy and fucking each other and stuff. I like, I like where he says at. He says promo, but I think he means porno. <laughs> it would be an awesome promo. Um, funny thing about Harlem Shake, and I was going to bring that up in news and forgot. I just found out what that was like less than a week ago when Phil told me. And suddenly, I guess, like, I'm old all of a sudden. Yeah, I did. I only found out a few days before because I, like, finally gave in to, to looking it up. Goddamn kids and their internet memes. Like, every day there's a new one, and I just, it's too exhausting to try and keep up with it. It came on the radio on... Uh, the song did? Yeah, the the Bauer song. Yeah. Um, and and then uh, we listened to it for a little bit, and then when, like, the, the bass dropped and I started, like dancing super crazy and lifting up my shirt my wife changed the radio station <laughs> um, has the same effect in real life i guess yeah it's nice just, but the the thing is that like that the part that they use it for is only like 34 seconds or whatever um and uh, i could just say that i thought the song goes on a lot longer <laughs> and is it this the same stuff repeated no it's it's like slight variance it's, it's basically like dance like uh you know house music that's got like you know builds on itself and then it has variants of itself for a long time grindy music i thought the bass drop in that it was super weak i can't remember the name of the comedy group that did it but they did it was an awesome harlem shake video we're at the bass drop uh these people have just like murdered the guy in the mask that and it's like i'm like in a room the room all of a sudden is wrapped in plastic and they're like (laughs) rolling his body up into a, a bag that's pretty funny uh I just I guess, gave away the joke. So just, just yeah, it's funny. I trust us. It was funny when we saw it. And we didn't expect it. Yeah. So uh, to answer your question, I'm probably not going to do a destructive box arm shake video. That's yeah, by the like time we would get done with it, it would be like you guys are still talking thing. about that. Yeah, old pieces of shit. Get with the times. Yeah, let's go pop some tags and thrift shopping. Right, Ro- Roland McLemore, McElroy, McElroy, McElmore. I don't. Whatever. <laughs> Also, do you have... Oh, back to the question. Also, do you have any long-term YouTube addictions? Like, have either of you watched a certain channel for several years? I think uh, Sick Animation is the one that I keep going to the most. Uh, probably to watch Red Diamond Dragon Club once a week. Yeah. <coughs> uh, sick Animation. Um, I don't know of any... New, I mean, like, I've been watching Cartoon Hangover since they got the funding. And oh, yeah. Bravest Warriors and stuff. Bravest Warriors is really good. Um, it, it started... Like, that first one was fine, but... The, they seem to find their own groove away from Adventure Time more as it went. It's yeah. still kind of the same thing, but I, I I really haven't watched a lot of like vlog type channels and yeah, I mean neither. I I tend to stay away from that stuff. The um, the llamas with hats people. What are they called? Film cow. Yeah, film Secret cow. Secret agent Bob. Secret agent Bob is really good. Film cow. Uh, Yo Tom. I feel like we may have brought him up before too. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Lazy Pillow. This yeah. is his actual channel, but search Yo Tom Peril. 
really, really good, really fun guy. Um, anything else on there? No? Mm, nothing that stands out. I haven't been really good about participating in that community for a while. Yeah, I, I need to get back into it. Um, you know how you guys can get back into it. Go to youtube.com slash explosivemagico. Eh? It's a good plug. Eh? Eh? We hate the YouTube, but we have a channel. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're really unhip and out of touch with everything that it stands for. Also, Rugburn. And Rugburn. Uh, dog Snack. Mostly for Dog Snack. Yeah. Check out Dog Snack. Uh, that's the Dick Figures co-creator, Ed Scudder, and the lovely Lin Wong's um, new show about dog farts. Mmm, tasty. Pretty great. So, um, I suppose, Mondo, if you want to check out some stuff we have on there. Yeah, Fat Finger. Fat Finger, is, yeah, if you can find it. Uh, and finally, I was wondering if Phil has any good racist jokes. I'm not a racist, but I enjoy them very much. I asked Phil for obvious reasons. Um, Phil, I like that. Just because you say you're not, doesn't mean you're not a racist. <laughs> Just, um, just throwing that out there, I guess. You're saying that for me or for... For the question for asker. Stephen. Yeah, for, for, for Saggy Stephen. The first thing that most racists say is I'm not I'm not a racist, racist, but here's a super racist thing I'm saying. Um, no. The, unfortunately, uh, in prep for this, I did go look up some, like, white racist jokes. <laughs> um, forget them all. Well, yeah, but what, what was way more interesting is reading the comment threads on them. Yeah. <laughs> so... So just Google white racist jokes and then go look at some comment threads on those. What were some of the usernames? There was like Black Power something something and then like the white. There was a, like then there was like White Power or yeah, so John. <laughs> <laughs> David. Hey, guys. Yeah. People starting like serious um, the political debates on white racist yeah, jokes. If you're form. trolling... Like racist joke sites. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I. I want to hear from you. I want to know what your day's like. We should animate the the com the comment exchange that you were reading earlier. <laughs> yeah. Bring back negative comment theater, but do it with those people. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing on our video. It's just find the most ridiculous people yelling at each other. Oh, uh, that's fun. All right, that's that's all we have for mail this week. Again, you can write to us mailbox at explosivemagico.com. Um, anything you want us to talk about, we'll talk about it probably. Yeah, we're pretty open guys. Yeah, pretty pretty loose open guys over here. Mailbox. Pieces of mail stuck in a box. It's mailbox. Well, it's been pretty fun getting back into it again. Grooving. Take a couple episodes to dust the cowwebs off. The cowwebs? The cowweb. Did I say that? I don't know. And I'm not listening to you. <laughs> figure out how to be podcast hosts again. Uh, join us next time when Phil will probably be hosting, and I'll have more of a voice back. So this is totally backwards how it should have been. Um, no. Yes. Phil will bring Phil will bring his his smooth, smooth voice to that. My smoky vocals, my smokels. I'll combine some more words for you too. <laughs> Come back next week for, or next time for another uh, Phil combined word. Again, you can find us on uh, on iTunes, Explosive Magico podcast feed. Stay tuned to that for other shows and please rate it. Rate it. I guess that's stuff you're yeah, supposed to do. Yeah, rate it and comment. Rate leave it. Leave reviews. Yeah. What's uh? What or what review should they leave this week? <laughs> so it we doesn't even look <laughs> like we're planted. This show is super great. These guys are great. The show is funny, great. I love you I all. I hear Phil is tall. I hear Phil is tall. Joey is 
is uh, a squished down version of Phil. Yep. This was not a planted review. The end. Yeah. <laughs> this review is completely under my own uh, yeah. <laughs> initiative. So um, check check that out. You can go to, again, we've said a couple times, the YouTube uh, Explosive Magico channel. Um, there is also Destructo Box and Game Program Attack Facebook pages. Yeah. Um, do all that stuff. Write this, us. Yeah. This is the... Explosive Magic Show? Yes. Okay. <laughs> also a good thing to bring up. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. Explosive Magic Show! Woo! <laughs>
I'm going to leave because it smells super bad in here. Mm. Thanks for coming to the Explosive Magic Magic Show after party. Explosive Magic Show. After party. We'll see you next time. Bye.